This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing that. Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? You just can't let them go? Go! Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. And your suffering will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. They all flow down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Boy, our introductory show tonight features our Grindhouse Pizzeria, which is dedicated to all things Grindhouse and exploitation. Whether it's extra cheesy or loaded with meat, you'll always get a belly full of hot, nasty goodness. Come on in, pull up a chair and grab you a slice. What we discuss here, gentlemen, must remain in the confines of this room. It is done, Francho. It seems our Dr. DeMarco has succeeded in creating a subservient zombie. Police arriving at the scene reported several shots at point-blank range had no effect on the suspect. We're convinced that Dr. DeMarco has created an astral man with a defective brain. This time you must not fail to remove the emotional characteristics. Our only hope of recovering our original creation is to be sure that this brain is a pure, calculating machine. We will add this circuit to the memory bank until we can effect an exchange with the first astral man. One day we'll be able to fill the memory bank most brilliant minds in the world, preserved forever for the benefit of mankind, to call on them for their knowledge. Alrighty, folks, welcome once again to Cinema Degeneration's Grindhouse Pizzeria. The pizza ovens are fired up, we got a couple of hot pies in the oven, and we're ready to go. We have a, quite a unique little specialty movie for you this evening. We are doing 1968, directed by the one and only Ted V. Michaels, The Astro Zombies. Not Astro Zombies 2, 3, or 4, but the first one. The, first, the one that really matters. <laughs> Not that the other sequels don't matter, but, you know, this is the OG. And joining me again this afternoon is the one and only, my good cohort in crime, Tommy K. Tom Commissar, how the hell are you doing? Yeah, baby, yeah, we're doing great, dude. I'm ready to do the Astro Zombies. Uh, this is a weird series. Have you seen? I, I got to ask just to talk about this, the sequels for a quick hot second here. Have you seen any of the other? Uh, I have Zombies? not. I have not seen any of the other sequels. I have not. I've seen this one many a time, but I've never seen the other sequels. I don't know why I will, but I haven't seen them. Mark of, Mark of the Astro Zombies, the second one, is actually my favorite of, of the series. I like that one just a, a smidge more than this one, but they kind of mess with the uh, 
the the over overall thematic elements of the movie were this one is just you know a mad scientist experimenting on people creating astro zombies and the second one they switch everything uh, over and it kind of um not to, to ruin things for you, but they, they make the center of the uh, experiments aliens. Aliens are the ones now doing the experiments, which I'm fine with. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, considering they, they made the movie, you know, the, the sequel, what, 40 years later and the other two. Right. <laughs> we'll give they, them a little they, creative they license. Their, with their own chronology and, and shit. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, I mean, it's almost the, the mark of the Astro Zombies and Astro Zombies 3 and 4 or you know it's almost a reinvention of it you know being 40 years later and i wouldn't say a, a remake where mark of the astro zombies is like not necessarily a remake but it's a, a soft reboot if you will right but i highly recommend them it's shoestring budget filmmaking to the extreme level but it's the kind of shit that i love and it's you know again beer and popcorn movie folks beer and popcorn absolutely but let me go ahead and give the uh, quick IMDb synopsis, and we'll get right off into this little gem. All right, Astro Zombies from 1968 is as follows. The plan to build a superhuman. How? By murdering innocent, convenient victims and using various bits of them. The result? Creatures on the rampage. Now, I don't know who wrote that <laughs> synopsis, but they deserve an award because that's great. Right. That would if you if if you hadn't seen this film and you read that, I mean, if you didn't pick it up after that, you know, you were never going to watch it. You were never going to watch it in the first place. Right. Know? It wasn't it wasn't your type of movie anyway. <laughs> and I actually consider myself very very lucky. I do not have it framed, but I have an original, an OG original poster for Astro Zombies, and it is oh beautiful. My God. That beautiful artwork with the Astro Zombie holding the beautiful buxom blonde with yes. a with a weird looking machete. It's just great. It's a chef's kiss to an already good movie. Yeah, that's a great poster. It's not the they have another one. It's kind of they got a bunch of different like some different ones. They got a they got kind of a strange cartoony looking one on, that I saw a picture of. That looks kind of weird, but I like the one you're talking about. I know exactly that that is uh, that that's a classic. That's a classic image. Yeah, it, it's it's great. It, it's it's almost as good as the movie itself. And right. speaking of the movie, let's get off right off into it. We get a long kind of montage kind of beginning with uh, a lady driving around in a random hot white Mustang convertible. It looks like about a '65 or a '66. So, and when this was being filmed, you know, in '67. It, this car was still pretty damn t right. stiffy and brand new, but the, listening to that surf music and, you know, two minutes in, we get our first Astro Zombies, uh, Astro, I was going to say Astro Zombies, because there's really only one Astro Zombie until you get deeper into the movie and realize there's a, a total of two Astro Zombies. It should be called Astro Zombie, really. It's, it's almost false advertising. But, you know, we get that nice, nice, thick, Thick blood that's almost like jelly, the way they constructed it. It uh, just it's great. It was the only way that low budget filmmaking, you know, were worked in the '60s. Well, I like the setup originally. Right off the bat, it looks like they're in the San Fernando Valley. I think so because mm -hmm. uh, one of the characters mentions Woodland Hills when they're looking at a map. Uh, the character Juan, which we'll get to later, but uh, uh, and uh, he's kind of cruising through the valley on a gorgeous day and that beautiful car 
I do love I do love the the starting of this movie because not only is when the credits going up, they're seeing these little toy robots walking around. Yes, the toy robots. And, and I used to when I was a little kid, dude. Like at sixty seven, I would only been you know what six, so I'd have been like three four years old. You know, I was I was pretty young, but uh, but uh, that I mean, I'd love I was a robot guy kid. I mean, I love robots. I had robot toys, robot anything with a robot on it. And I watch it, and immediately I go back to me being a little kid and sitting out, you know, playing on, slaying on the floor, playing with my robots, and it's so cool. But the getting to the thing when when she when she opens her garage and she pulls in, I love it because you know, like right off the bat, they're not they're not wasting any time. Like you said, they're getting right to right to something bad's going to happen. Oh yeah, they're getting right to the meat and potatoes of things. I, I do love it when you talk about the blood. I still want to set that up just a little bit because it's a gorgeous white convertible Mustang. Black interior, white car, just a gorgeous car. She gets out and they close the door. And I love it how they just hold on the door. And then, like, you see, you hear a noise, you see something. She's like, ah, and then she's on the ground. And he's got this thing in his hand that like, looks like a garden tool or something. He's, he's giving her the business. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because you don't see her, but they're holding on this white car. And you know, it's perfect for blood, right? You're like, you're waiting, like, you know. Even it's like a wintertime horror movie where the blood looks so great on right. Steen White. And you're, and you're writing like, okay, where's the blood? Any second now. And all of a sudden, you know, like, there it is. <laughs> it and, and it almost looks like pudding. It, it's so yeah, it's, thick. It's, it's so it's thick. Go, yeah, it's thick and beautiful. It's so lush, the color. And it's like, here it comes. We, They did not fail to deliver on that blood shot. You know, it was like, it's like, you just couldn't wait. You know, like, it was perfect. That's why we're holding, waiting for it to hit the car. And uh, so there you go. You got the first kill. And now we know we're, we're in for it. We got this weird creature. Something's going on. He gave it. They gave us a little glimpse of him. And then. Uh, and I love uh, the, then the we, one shot they had where the victim is being dr- drug off from the car accident. There's oh, a nice. Yeah. Little t- again, some more <laughs> of that thick blood dripping off his hand. But I like the little touches as they're drag as the Astro zombie is dragging the victim off his shoe falls off. I, I love little touches like that. You know, it's so funny. You mentioned that because <clears throat> when I, was, I watched it again, I, I hadn't watched it in a while, but I watched it again. And that's like, that crossed my mind. That was probably just a happy accident where the oh, shoe yeah, happened sure. to fall off. And because they held on it, they held on that little bit of a shot in the edit, you know, like, you know, them and it's like, Oh, perfect. Like it was probably like, Oh, cool. The shoe fell off, you know? Yeah. And it was like, you know, it was like, hey, that was like that's exactly <laughs> That's exactly what I thought, you know, and uh, they, it's it's cool. They got, uh, you know, they they've got they're kind of doing some cool stuff in the beginning where the they're kind of showing us the city. There's a character in there that uh, we that uh, he's basically driving. He's he's being driven somewhere, and he's got a tape I like think this that's Sergio, and, right? That's that Sergio. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's Sergio. That's that guy from the Balkans, wherever the hell he's from. And then uh, they got him, and he's got like he's he's got like the old the old tape machines, which I remember those tape machines, <laughs> and uh, the the old tape machine. He's got this thing, and he puts it in his pocket. So obviously, he's got something going on. But it's cool because they're showing this car. They're showing all around now. I guess it's because I'm from that area. Like I think they're driving past somewhere in Pasadena, those hills. It reminds me. Of that. I could be wrong, and so if I am, don't don't kill me. But it looks, but it's kind of cool that they're kind of getting the background. And I guess maybe it's because, you know, I'm a born Angelino. Like, I remember, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, God, this looks so cool. Well, it and says then, here, so, 
uh, I, I did a little digging while you were talking. It said it was uh, opening and the end credits were filmed in the Griffith Park area. Ah, yes, was, that would be right. In additional locations was also in Glendale. Right. That's that. Yeah, that's that freeway around there and those mountains and that surrounding area. I was like, I totally, you know, when I every time I see that, I think it's like it's like watching. You know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, like all the shots in the cars and all those exteriors all in the valley. You know, I remember growing up there, you know. And uh, But anyway, getting back to it. Uh, the, the, yeah, it's cool. But when they go back to the that first guy, uh, and the, the body laying there in that car, it's cool because you think about, like, you're thinking, okay, they didn't put that car down there. They found a car laying down at the bottom of this ravine. Somebody knew about it or something, and they used it cleverly. To put some guy in oh, yeah. an actor laying upside down, and I'm like, what a great idea! Like finding this old fucked up car. Because you know they got... did not have the budget for that, and right, they did, really and weren't. you could tell the stuff had been growing around it. I mean, they'd been there, but what a great idea from a filmmaker's point of view. You know, you're kind of like, oh yeah, what a great way to use something you find. Like somebody knew it was there or whatever. Like I would have done, I would have done that. <laughs> I would have used that. <laughs> It's like, you know, and so they got their actor to lay there and put some of that that blood pudding on him and like they have him laying there. And then but it's cool. Then that but that's when we first see uh uh Dr. Uh, Dr. DeMarco's uh, uh sidekick. Um uh, uh uh what was his name? Oh, uh DeMarco's sidekick. Uh, uh yeah. Uh Francho. 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 He, 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 the thing is, John Carradine, as Dr. DeMarco, kind of pronounces his name a different way a couple of times. So it's, I think it's supposed to be Francois, but it's Francho. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, that's like, yeah, it's not like you just seen Francho. Like, Francho! Now, now imagine, like, John Carradine's voice seeing Francho. But anyway, you see him, and it's cool, because they got a guy. This this actor is really cool. It was play, Who was he? Uh, William by? Baghdad. William Baghdad, yeah. Easily and, uh, my favorite character in the movie, just because great. he has got such a great unique look with his one squinty eye and he's kind of got a bit of a hunchback and crazy hair and you know and and also you know he, he's a mute he doesn't say a word but he commands the screen every time he's on it because you can't help but like look at him. every time he's on this guy i agree 100 every time he's on it you can't take your eyes off him his, his hair is kind of parted in the middle and kind of greased down it looks he looks greasy and sweaty and like unshaven and he's just kind of greasy looking but he's like you first see him, we're like, who the fuck is this guy? But you know, but he gets down there. <laughs> this guy is going to be a demented motherfucker, that's for right, sure. Right, and, 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 you know, so we, they go down there and he drags him out of there and all that shit. And you're like, okay. You know, and so and when you do actually see him later on in the laboratory with Dr. DeMarco, it's like you really he really comes to life. Like, you love it. It's just like the great, like an Igor, you know, he's just, he's, he's great. Doesn't have to say one word, but just the look on his face. The way he's paying attention to Dr. DeMarco when he's talking and, you know, like kind of nodding. There's scenes in there he does that are really amazing. Like, I know uh, I know I'm getting ahead of myself here, but we're just talking about him for a second. That scene, oh, yeah. there's a scene in there where he's looking at some transistors. And, uh, and then he keeps doing this face. Like, he looks over at that girl that got tied up on the table. He looks at the friend. Like, they don't show him looking at her, but he's looking in her direction. And he's looking at these transistors. That Doctor Demarco is constantly explaining to us what all these things are and what they're doing with them. And, oh, yeah, uh, that's one thing I want to touch base <laughs> on: like all the psychotechnical babble, you know, fake pseudo tech science babble that's going on. <laughs> None of it makes any sense. Just because it does make no sense. It's 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 nothing based in any kind of 
it's based about 10% in reality. Well, yeah, and well, basically, like going along the storyline here, like right now. So after that body is grabbed, captured, uh, and from from uh, from Francho, uh, they go they go right to uh, they go right to the the you know the 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 scene that you, every show like this has. You got to have the cops explaining everything, the detectives and the and the and the and the, the government guys, and they're in there kind of explaining what's going on. And it's kind of like that too. There's lots of explanations of. You know, they go right to it of what's happening and, you know, and, 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 you know, what they're finding. And they, they do some, they, uh, they have the other doctor in there. What's his name? Dr. Uh, oh, uh, Petrovich, Petrovich, yeah, Petrovich. He's kind of like the expert on like what the technical shit. And it's cool. They, uh, uh, they, they show, they've got a, what is this? They, they, they've already got like a, don't they already have like something on the table that he shows them or is that later on? Like, no, that's kinda, in, that's in the beginning. That's right, right, right after we get. Uh, uh, I think when right we get Sergio's uh, introduction, it's basically it's a very plastic looking brain that they're like <laughs> zapping with like electrical impulses, making it pulse and stuff. And now I must admit, the first time I saw this, I thought Petrovich was going to be in on everything since he had worked with DeMarco. Right. Now, like I, I automatically, every time, even every time I watch this, I'm like, oh, he's going to be up to no good. Like, oh, nope, he's basically, he, he's basically playing the role of an informant. Yes, he is. And, and he's, he's a, you know, and, uh, and so basically there's quite a bit of dialogue here between all of them. And then they got the, uh, what's the guy? They got the one main character, Eric Porter. Yeah, I was going to say in the beginning, Eric and Chuck are fighting over who's going to be the best leading man, but it's obviously going to be Eric. Right, right. <laughs> That's a good way of putting that. It's like, like who's yeah. got the best uh, swab right. haircut and, and right. who's got the cool, suit? Who's got the cool 60s do with the cool suit? And uh, so they're kind of going back and forth and explaining, you know, you're getting lots of explanations of what's happening. But then they have a pretty cool scene. This is when we see the lovely, that when we finally get... Uh, we get Sergio. He kind of gets to where he's going. He's in a Cadillac. He was driven by a chauffeur, a beautiful Cadillac from from the late fifties. It looks like. Oh, beautiful and, uh, car! A lot of beautiful cars. Yeah. In this yes. Place. Oh, yeah. Uh, totally. Because they're especially like you know at that time, even though it was the '68, you get all those cars from the fifties were still only eight, ten years old. You know, so they're on the road still. And yep. Uh, yep. And. Um, so you, yeah, there's lots of anytime you got that, you're seeing the beautiful cars. But anyway, they go to like he goes to this restaurant or something where they're going to meet up. He's going to meet up with who he's supposed to meet. And this is when we see the the beautiful beautiful Tura Satana. She's there, and we you know we can't wait to see her. We know she's in it. Where is she? There she is. She's yep. just kind of sitting at the table and you're know, looking as gorgeous as ever. She's awesome. She's just sitting there and you just well, she is like is equally beautiful as she is and in, as intense as she is on camera. She oh, brings yeah. a certain intensity. She's like very fierce and everything yeah. I've seen her in. And it's and you just as as beautiful as she is, you just can't get you, there's lots to look at on on her, but but it's her eyes, man. She just got these these eyes are just you just follow them. It's like you just look. She's talking with her eyes. She's looking up at Sergio, and like you're just like you know, and like God, it's like my God, you know. And she's like she's just, well, she's, she's so just, elegant, she's, you know, with, with her like 
very hip kind of dresses in the cigarette holder. The cigarette holder. I was going to say that the cigarette holder is part of that whole thing. She's always got a cigarette in that that holder, and so they're sitting there. And she's sitting there with her with her partner, uh, an actor named uh, Rafael Campos, who's Juan, and uh, he's uh, kind of a young guy with a suit on, good looking fellow, and he's he's there, and they're so they're kind of eyeballing. Good old Sergio, he comes in and sits down. And right at the bat now, we find out, we hear Sergio with his accent. We kind of feel like, all right, what's, what's going on here? Now they got, and then another guy comes popping in the background. And he's part of the trio. Uh, what's his name again? Is that? Uh, oh, uh, uh, God, I'm trying to remember his name. That Tyros? Tyros? Tyros or Tyros? Tyros, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. He comes in. Now he's kind of waiting in the background. He looks like a greasy dude, like, you know, from some Eastern Bloc country, like something. He's up to something. So he's kind of there. So now we know something weird's going on here. <clears throat> you know, he looks like the thug that he's playing. You know, right. He's got a scar he looks on like his this, face. Is, this is exactly what this guy would look like. You know, yeah, he's got the. And, uh, and, uh, but it's cool. Right off the bat, like Sergio now, they're going to, they want the tape. They want whatever's on this tape. And Sergio. Uh, right off the bat, wants double the money, double the money that they agreed on. <laughs> you know, like, so. He's like, oh yeah, because he, he he does the, the thing that people in these situations do. He's he's holding the the information and what they want hostage. Right. You know, of course so he wants what, double. <laughs> so what what is what is Tura uh, Satana? Where she plays her character Satana in the in the in the movie? Yeah, she, it, she yeah just, very meta. <laughs> right, she gets pissed off like fuck you. She just takes her drink and throws it in his face. So, you know, he's all, and then, and then fucking Juan is cool because he pulls out this like nine foot switchblade. I swear to God, dude, he just comes out of nowhere and he's got this son of a bitch. It's as long as a sword. I've never seen oh, a switchblade. Yeah, I've never so, seen a switchblade that big. I'm not, I'm not a switchblade expert, but that's a, <laughs> that's a fucking big one. And he's holding that fucker out. And uh, so finally they, they agreed and they, and Juan gives them the money and, uh, and they pay Sergio his money and they get the tape. And then uh, from there, it, it kind of you know they 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 I think do they listen to any of it right then? Or no, they, they, they don't because uh, they end up another scene comes between comes after the scene and then there's them back at pretty, the house uh, listening to the tapes. Well, what she yeah, that's right. This is where she's got Tyros or Tyros. She she signals with her head and he goes outside. And now remember, Sergio was. Uh, he was uh, Sergio was chauffeured there, so Tyrus goes out there and, and basically beats the shit or kills the chauffeur. I think he kills and him. I think he kills him, and then he takes he his kills uniform. Him and he takes his yeah, he takes his clothes. He takes his clothes, <laughs> and he gets inside the thing. So when Sergio goes out, Sergio's standing there and I think he thinks he's got his double the money, and uh, Tyrus is in that beautiful Cadillac, and Tyrus is like kind of signaling for his car to come. And Tyros basically runs his ass over and kills Sergio. <laughs> so. Yep, just plows right over him. And, and you know, this is the, the great thing about this movie. Uh, all these murders, are uh, half of them are taking place in broad daylight. Nobody sees a thing. Right. Nobody and, sees and a damn dragging thing. bodies, walking off with the bodies after they're dead. Like, nobody's looking. Nobody, like, you know, like it's that, like nowadays, like, you can't do anything. Somebody's watching you. You know, yeah, they, they're like, just walking around. You, right. you can't kill. Sideways. You can't kill people. You can't kill people like you used to. Cameron, damn it! You know, yeah. You know, <laughs> the internet and cell phones is fucking up everything, man. You can't, yeah, you can't. can't. Get away from good you used to just be able to drag a body off. Nobody noticed. 
but uh, but it's cool. But now we we finally get to meet, and I, I really I really dig John Carradine in this. He's, He's really great. cool, man. I, I I made a note. I'm like two things uh, star in this movie: John Carradine and Tara Satana's legs. Oh, I was I'm getting, I was getting, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. But you know, I'll just say it now. I'll just say it now. They uh, Ted Ted B. Michaels. Uh, is, 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 he, he, he's really fucking, he's fucking awesome for many things, but he got a lot of use out of her. She's not used in any sex scenes. They don't have her like, like, yeah, you know, there's no kind of nudity dancing. or anything. There's no like nudity. That. There's no like rape shit, you know, or like anything. It's like, it's just, you know, you're like, but he's got this very sexy woman at the, at her, at her peak of, of her awesomeness. You know, we all know her from, you know, Faster Pussycat, Kill, Kill. Like, it's like, there she is on screen in living color. And he's got, every time she's in a scene, she's in a different dress. But they all got the slit all the way up, you know, past her hip. You know, and uh, and it's like, it's like every time she sits down, she's got these long legs. Like, he makes sure that she, like, kicks back and puts her legs up in her high heels. And Even like, when she kills, that. now we're getting, I'm going to be getting ahead of myself here. But there's a scene where she kills the guy at the pool. And she literally right. pops her leg up and puts her hand on her hip to be like, <laughs> look at my leg. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, and they got the cutaways in the dress. Like, it's a little bit over her belly, but you can see the like her sides of her, you know, her body and then her legs. And I'm like, you know, these are like gorgeous dresses. Like, man, he is smart. That's probably, she probably had that shit hanging in her closet. Oh, I'm you sure know, she came probably, with her own. You know, it's like, hey, bring some of those sexy outfits, baby. You know, like, okay. You know, she brings her fucking, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, so that with the cigarette, you know, and those awesome, beautiful eyes of hers that, you know, and I love those hairdos back then. I love her hair on this thing. I, 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 just really think her hair looks awesome on a side note but anyway she's uh but we get to see uh dr demarco the great john carradine and now i'm gonna just say that as a film make on you know just because i've been there where i'm trying to think you know like me and dan or something like in like night of the dolls which you know we did nothing like this but but you know you're thinking how are we gonna make something look like a you know a mad scientist or a mad doctor's lab you know like what cool can you do it? And we did cool. We had stuff. We had beakers and things and stuff. We made this one room look like the doctor's thing, and it worked out pretty good. And I'm looking at this thing. I'm going, man, this is really cool. Like, where the fuck did they film this? Is this a set, or did or, or is this or actually down below some building somewhere? But I love it. I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, and I'm looking at the machines and all the crap that you know he just sits there and babbles on about, and you know, like like you're saying, it's like the craziest scientific jargon. But like, like it's just it's just I a bunch like of, half the words they 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 said that, that John Carradine says is DeMarco was just made the fuck up. That's what I'm but, saying. They probably let him go at it. Like right, because I'm thinking like he this probably wasn't written. They just said, you know, Dr. DeMarco, you know, shows, you know, Francho the machine, you know, and shows him and explains what's going on with this circuit board, you know. And so he just let him go. I'm guessing. But he's yeah. just but I like I'm sure, like probably I, it was half scripted, half improv, I'm sure. Well, what I love about it too is like when, like, because you know, you've done acting and, and I've done some acting. And, you know, sometimes when you're doing something where you got to pretend you're fiddling with something and you're trying to make it look legit, like you're actually doing, like, you're whatever yeah. you're doing, it looks like you're doing that for doing real. Whatever job that you're supposed to be. Right. Like, yeah. So you're like, you're moving yeah, stuff like around. Flipping switches, turning right, knobs, flipping the switch, you're yeah. plugging a tube in, you're doing something, you know, or, you know, like, Whatever, like even like when I was doing the slasher shit, like I've got somebody and we're doing stuff and it's like, 
you know, you're trying to do stuff that looks cool, like grab the jaw, grab their jaw, like, you know, get in their face, you know, and like, you know, make, you know, pinch the cheeks together. Like, you know, you're just trying to think of stuff to do to, right. you know, to like, to like look like a villain and you're doing bad shit and you're doing, you know, so a bunch of them, like, and I'm like, you know, because they spend a long time on these scenes where he's just kind of going through explaining this shit. And I'm thinking this is, you know, like, you know, it's like more than a lot of things would do. They'd show something, but, you know, he's like, they sent a long, like him, like with a screwdriver opening up this one little box that he just sets this little circuit board in and then closes it back up, shuts it with the screws, closes it, goes, does something else like a couple of seconds, then comes back and does the whole thing again where he opens it back up to pull it back out. Like, you don't really need to show all that, but it was like, it was meticulous, but it was cool because they like, you know, it's make, it looks like a mad doctor, like some scientist working on this shit in this villain's lab, you know, and it's cool. It's like, it was, it was interesting. Even just looking at the little machines, like where did they get that? What is that machine in real life? You know, you're trying to figure it out. Like, what like where did they? What does this thing do? Yeah, yeah I want to know cool. like who built this this place, who the set designer was, and the prop master was because they, right. uh, you know, and they I'm not going to cool say stuff, they deserved like, an award or anything, but but with having like a low budget movie, you know, and then like trying to figure stuff out, like just bringing stuff down in there, I'm always amazed when I see this stuff. When I I love anything with a crazy doctor and a like a thing and an assistant and a body on a table you've got me ready to go like i'm like i'm like what oh, what's going on here you know i love that stuff you know tubes and beakers and you know dry ice and colored water <laughs> yeah, but like, i love when they do the uh <laughs> when they do the uh because france francois is this kind of like this movie's igor you know when right. when uh demarco tells him quickly francois the blood exchanger was it's so messy because he's got like one big like plastic tub and another plastic tub blood's being pumped into one and the green blood is being pumped back into the body and it's just splashing everywhere they didn't have time to do like alternative takes they were just like all right like fuck it that's just we're just going with it yeah splash that shit fucking everywhere well there's actually one scene where it looks like the tube popped out and it was kind of spilling outside the container and francho just kind <laughs> yep. of grabbed the, the actor francho just kind of grabs it, puts it back in, like he caught it, you know, like, you know, and then just kept going. Like, you know, they didn't, you know, they probably just, it just happened on accident. <laughs> and it's great because they got like this dolly with these two plastic containers with these like squares cut out of it. And there's liquid floating around there on the one side. And then they wheel over this like machine with like a light. They've got this like cool light that they get. It looks like a real medical light. I don't know where that, maybe they rented it or something. I don't know. Sometimes I see this, I go, well, how did you get that? You know? And uh, so they got some really cool lights and then just the cool stuff like that body they got from the car. That first thing you're seeing them and they're, you know, and he's explaining they're getting the guy's memory and they're putting it on a memory chip, like in a bunch of transistors on a little circuit board. And it looks like they've got like a light fixture, like for a light that they took off the stand. And now that's the that's the that's the cap that goes on top of the corpse's body, you know, that he straps in and. And, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I did and, notice, uh, the corpse when they're trying to position that metal cap onto his head, like they're just touching the sides of his head and he lifts his own head for them to easily put it on. Right. on <laughs> which I, I had to laugh. I was just like, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The corpse will help you out once in a while. That's not. Yeah. You know, they'll, the, 
They'll just say, <laughs> could you move out your arm a little bit? There you go. Thanks. There you go. You know, and, uh, <laughs> but then they do. There's a ton. Like this is this is a long scene. There's a ton of stuff that they do in this first scene with that car victim, with they where they they just he's just going from machine to machine. He's flipping here, and they got lights moving on and colored lights on this thing, and and I just love that stuff. I'm like, God, you know, that's that's how you do it. You know, whatever. These things are probably just test equipment from you know some shop. But they made sure it they, they, Yeah, they rented it or something. Yeah, rented it, or they got somebody that had an auto body shop, maybe had some equipment testers or a machine shop. You know, yeah. that circuit. You just take some of that stuff and, and a bunch of different colored liquids in different vials right. and beakers, you know, and that that's all you got. That's I mean, that's all you need for a uh, a ramshackle fucking mad scientist lab. Right. <laughs> and I love carrying this thing too because he's not acting. Like a mad scientist, not, I don't, you know, he's just, he's acting like just like a doctor going through all this. He's doing this crazy shit, and he looks like he's probably whacked out of his skull, but he's not acting like it. You know, he's just like, like this is all. He's not like, acting you know, crazy. Crazy you at know, all. He's, he's just being. He's just doing like he's like a doctor, a researcher, scientist. You know, nothing. You know, you know, he's not. You know, he's just acting. It's perfectly. You know, like, and he's just got this. He's acting very sound. sane. Yeah, you know, and his voice, like just that beautiful voice of his and just the look on his face i i just love watching him i get I, this scene uh, with probably any other actor be like all right hurry up you know, <laughs> you know right right i, I, I yeah, like watching does like, go on for quite a long time it does like, it goes you know. on for a long time and then but between that and and cutting back and forth between him and francho you know francho looking at him like what's he you know just like he doesn't say anything but he's just looking you know, and so he's making, you know, and watch, yeah, he's watching him about intently. Him, he doesn't have to say anything. He, he's, yeah, he's, he doesn't have to. His face says it all. You know, his face is everything. You know, and it's like he's, he's, they couldn't cast two greater guys working together on this. It was really, it was really a joy to watch. It's as long and kind of drawn out as it was. I don't know how many minutes it is. It's, it's like, it's a long scene. Oh, yeah. And, I'm, uh, I'm sure they used every frame of footage they shot. They did not. Right. Oh, they, I'm <laughs> they sure they used everything. Just put it, all, put it all in there. We could, It was a good way to, it was a good way to, like, eat up some time on the movie, too. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, we'll fatten the, we'll fatten the movie running time on this thing, put all this shit in there. And, uh, but it's cool. They keep going, though, too. They, they, he comes up with all kinds of shit. Okay, now we got to put the, they put the corpse inside this thing to freeze him. So they got at now they just like save him for whatever they're going to do later and a lot in the movie. So he's down in there and they've got this, I don't know, like this machine with a glass side on it. It's like, where did you get this machine at? Like, what is this? Is this a deli case? It that looks, that's what I was going to say. It looks like a like goddamn a, deli like case. A deli, it's like, where did you, cause you know, obviously you didn't make this. Like where, where did this come from? Like, you know, it's like, it's like or an ice, maybe even an ice cream. You know, display thing, and they put them in, but it's perfect. It looks like I just love it because you know they, it looks like it belongs. It looks like this looks like something. Yeah, you put a body in it to freeze it. You know, it's got this stuff on the side, and you know, and then they got their their smoke or dry ice. They got it all over the covers the guy up. And I'm sure they just know. hooked it up to a car exhaust. <laughs> big boss, yeah, exhaust. I was gonna, yeah, you know, <laughs> big boss down there. And, uh, and uh, but I tell you what, yeah, I mean, it looks so cool. You know, even though it was like. You know, it's a fucking massive scene. You know, but but they pulled I mean, it off. If it, it, had, you know, it had anybody besides like John Carradine in it, you probably would be like, "Yeah, edit this down," because this is like going on for yeah. fourteen minutes. But that's know? what I was saying. Yeah, I was saying. I was saying anybody else other than him, where you can just kind of watch this stuff, and then obviously with Franchot, you know, it, like it made it 
cool. Like it wasn't. That's kind of that's one thing I always say. I hate you see some sometimes movies when you know sometimes when they just go like just too much dialogue and it's just going on and on and on. It's like okay, all right, like it just it gets boring. You know, it weighs the movie down. It's like like let's you know, but this it'll work. Let's move on with it. But like, but they don't know, stop there. Go ahead. Well, some I'm of the sorry. I'm gonna say with some of the later scenes where they're doing it and. It, it does tend to, every one of these scenes tend to go, t tends to go on for a long time. There is a couple of moments where it's just like, okay, you could edit a little bit of this down, but like the fact that, I mean, with the characters is so intriguing that it's just like. it, it Right. Well, it's funny because like, we're just talking about this big scene and then they cut to another lab scene and it's the other lab scene where you got, uh, you got Eric Porter comes in. I think he's, he comes in a little bit. Uh, you got uh, Doctor. I think that's Dr. how Petrovich. they introduce him. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He was already in the office scene. In that's the right. That's right. Are, but that's where I had Doctor, to know got... where they would say, or I had to put down. Ah, oh, nineteen sixty-eight. What a time for sexual innuendo and right. in the workplace. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he comes in right away, Eric, and he's he, there's a uh, uh, one of the uh, assistants. I don't I don't know if she's a nurse or a lab assistant or a doctor, but. They got they got two uh, good looking gals there dressed up in some sort of white gowns and they're working on the project too. Oh yeah, and Eric comes right in. He's slapping butts and pinching booties and you know and he's like with this one girl he's flirting with. You know, it's like yeah, it's he even like, tells her he's like you know until five o'clock I'm doctor. After five o'clock it's Eric and like oh right. buddy, all sorts I, I, of. Uh, I'm, I'm watching this thing going boy oh boy this guy wouldn't have a job. <laughs> You know, not in present, not in present day. No, no, no it's like you know, and uh, and and you just think about all that craziness that probably went on back then. You know, just like you know, but anyway, but so but basically, they're in now. We go from a lab scene in the doctor's lab, Doctor Demarco, and now we're in another lab scene. So we already had a long scene, and then we go to this. It's kind of like whoa, what, you know. But it, this one wasn't too long. This was actually what it was short enough, but it kind of set it up because now they're working on shit and. Uh, Dr. Petrovich, he's got his. They don't really explain it too much, but he's working on his version of like a. It's like a model that we, I remember we used to buy as a kid. It's got like the, it's the human skeleton with a plastic thing around it. I remember oh, those. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember seeing and those. He, and he's tooling around with it and like not really doing anything. He's just kind of pretending he's doing something. And then uh, the the gal that's left in there. Yeah, he's not, he's not. He's uh, not. He's not. He's not nearly as effective as John Carradine is. Is doing the right. same. Right. Yeah. It's kind of. He's just kind of <laughs> there with some stuff next to it. But we finally we get to the cut. We're talking about legs. We get back to Satana's lair or somebody's apartment. She's lounged out on a. Uh, she's lounged out on a couch, uh, with those uh, beautiful legs. They they get to show that first, and then she's listening to the tape, and yes. and reading a newspaper. And I like, I remember the headline, it says mutilation murder. I was like, and I'm like, I'm going to steal that for a song title. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm a, mutilation I like, murder. I mutilation murder. You know, I was like, that's too far without, without a, you know, without the, uh, the cigarette holder. Oh, the Siggy there. That's actually, yeah, she's got the Siggy in her, in her hand puffing on it while she's reading and listening. So she's lounging and, uh, 
just chilling out and uh, I I don't remember what's on the tape. She's it's it's third. Well, isn't it? Uh, it's tapes of Do- Doctor Demarco. I don't remember right. what he's saying, but he's going on with some more of that like more the scientific jar- te- more the jargon, now. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the stuff that makes no sense, but it sounds cool, right? And and then we go back, and then now we get another murder, and this one's cool too. We got the other the other uh, gal that was working. I don't remember her name. I don't even know if they even said it, but. But she's in there. I don't there. even she's, know if she even had any dialogue. She, she did. It was very short-lived. It was very short-lived. Sure, her goal, her thing in that scene was she was the one that was going to stay late and finish up while Eric and uh, the red-haired girl left. And uh, and then uh, the uh, and then uh, Dr. P- uh, Petrovich, he got up. He was ready to go. It was time to go. So she stayed late to do whatever she was doing. So she's touring around in the in the lab. And then this is a good scene. This is cool. This is all of a sudden, you know, hear the uh, the noise, and then there's our astro zombie, and that that mask though that he's wearing it looks awesome. And I love for the some mask. Reason, I love the mask kind of, a lot. It's kind of odd because they always get him. He gets him on the ground, and then he like rips like their clothes off, like he's gonna do not naked. She's got like a brawny, but like he tears her clothes. Like you think you think it's gonna be like like a sexual assault. It's an assault, all right, but it's not like it's like he it's does like, anything. He like rips he her clothes off. The, yeah, he partially tears her clothes off and then like, like hacks them to death. Yeah, it's like he does that. Like I don't know if they had him do that just to kind of tantalize or tease the audience, but you know, he didn't really do anything other than you know, while well, he does murder. I mean, it's not like he didn't do anything. <laughs> but he, yeah, but just he reached a little, up. Just a little he didn't murder. do anything. Yeah, just a little murder. And uh, he reaches up and uh, and he grabs a scalpel or something. And next thing you know, he's he's hacking away on her and stabbing her. And this I, is pretty. This is pretty gruesome. This one. Go ahead. I know. I know. I was just gonna say. I know it's supposed to be a scalpel, but it looks like a glorified butter knife. Yeah, <laughs> it might it be does. just. Yeah, it's probably. It's probably not a scalpel, but it was something. But yeah, it's one of the tools. He didn't bring it. He he, he grabbed it off the table, and so he's hacking at her. They do a cool scene where, as he's stabbing her, they they got this cool scene where the knife. You see him in shadow. And like you, you tell, like it's him, you know, holding, and you see like the knife oh, going yeah. up and down. And silhouette that's a cool, against the wall. The silhouette. That's like what. It. Yeah. The yeah. That's a, silhouette shots. Always fucking look cool, you know, when they're showing the blade going down, and you see like you could see the outline of his mask, and and you know, and he's in his arm holding that. That's that's really that's really cool. That 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 always looks wicked, you know, because it's like you don't you, you don't have to even show a bunch of stuff. You know what he's doing. Right, right. Here and stabbing down in there. It's like, oh. I mean, you, they, they do give you a little bit of blood and a little bit of violence. You oh, know, no. They, movie, yeah, they show her bloody. They show her bloody, but you don't. But the I think it, just the stuff where he's, the silhouette stuff is just as effective. You know, it's, it's Yeah, because really, it's more or less implied and you know what's right. going on, but that, it's not superbly graphic. It, but it's played off really well. Another thing that I like is the transition into the next scene where they're at the, the club. The but club, yeah, that's a weird yeah, thing. Every, <laughs> every, every transition, literally back and forth between these movies, is a wipe cut where the camera whip pans, you know, through the scene and then it just like magically cuts to the next scene. And this club is so weird. Like, I know it's supposed to be somewhat like a, a strip tease, but there's a guy playing some bongo drums and a girl, you know, dressed up, painted from head to toe. Like, she's topless, but she's painted, so you don't really see anything. But she's like doing this, like, Weird striptease act, but it's just—it's the weirdest club I've ever seen. I don't it's know very, where they film this. It is very weird. Uh, 
And uh, I mean, and who knows if that was an, actually an act and then they got the idea, but it was like weird. It's like, it's like a curtain. It's like a curtain hung up on this like wood paneling wall, the wood paneling that we all know and love from the sixties and seventies. Oh yeah. And, that then, nice and then they got green paneling. And then, and then they got the, they got these red and blue lights kind of blinking and moving around. And then they got this guy, he's got a shirt off. He's pretty muscular and he's kind of banging on these bongos. He, and he then, kind of looks like the devil. Because he's got the, like that weird Anton Lavey goatee yeah, and yeah, his face right. and red light. He's just yeah. sitting there. He's playing those bongo drums like, ooh man, like it, like it's his his last day on right, earth. He's playing those right. drums. And uh, and uh, and so and then she's got this weird. There's these weird flowery, weird uh, psychedelic curtains, and she's kind of painted like it. And then she's behind him, and then she comes out and she wraps him around him. But even though they're, they're still on the wall. She's kind of like up against this wall and then kind of moving around. You know, it's just it's just a very strange, like weird, weird dance. Is like you know, you know. But anyway, they're sitting in the club. Uh, Porter and uh, the what? I don't know what's what's the name of the girl that's in there with him. Oh, uh, that's uh. Well, the that, actress's name is J- Joan that, Patrick, but she plays Janine. Janine, that's it. Because she plays a cool scene later on. They use her. Uh, they need her in this thing. And, well, uh, uh, and, strangely and, enough, was her last movie. This was was her last movie. She did uh, 15 or 20 projects, TV spots. She was on Get Smart, I Dream a Genie, you know, Death of a Salesman. But this was her last thing she did in 68. Well, she's great in this thing. They got her in some couple scenes later on, her Dynamite. And uh, so they're sitting in the club with with the guys with her, and they're drinking and watching this thing, and they're amused by it. And, uh, you know, just kind of enjoying the evening. And this is kind of (laughs) weird. But then a bunch of shenanigans are going on around here. You got, you got uh, Tyro. You got Tyros. He's he's talking to he's he's on the phone. He's on the phone talking to um, uh, talking to Satana. And then you got the FBI, the CIA guys. They're out on the outside, and they got like they're listening to the conversation. And it's like it kind of they patch in a bunch of stuff here, where all kinds of stuffs happening inside this club, and they're listening to and they're getting information on you know, and they're listening and. And uh, it's just kind of it's just kind of weird. It's, and then well, there's uh, the drink trick. I don't know if the you drink. Had I was gonna. Thoughts. That was the fucking uh, goofiest thing. I, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you. Well, it's just oh, like I was gonna got, mention that. It's got you know. Uh, I forgot. It's, it's not Eric. I think it's the Chuck character. Has yeah, like a, a little, Chuck Edwards. Chuck yeah, Edwards. He's got the drinking glass filled with whatever booze is in, and he's got a fork and a spoon intertwined with a toothpick wedge between them. He sets both ends of the toothpick on fire and then takes a drink. I don't know what he's supposed to be doing, but he's got a bet going on with Eric. I guess basically that he can take a drink without burning himself, and, and that's the bet. But, I mean, it, it, well, it's the goofiest it's like, little segue I've ever seen in a movie they, ever. They get your attention because all this other shit's going on. Now we're at this table, and we see these things balanced on this toothpick. So they, got <laughs> right. our, they, they got our attention, right? You're, like, watching right. this thing. Like, okay. What's going to happen here? And like, it's like, so he's got it. And then, he, and then he lights the ends of the toothpick on fire. And it's so like, okay, what's going to happen? Is the booze going to catch on fire? Cause the flame, I mean, what's, you know, the alcohol, what's, what's going to happen here? Yeah. There's and no then, and, premise or anything or, you know, to tell just, us what, know, what the hell's going on. It's just a weird. Yeah. You know. And he picks it up and he takes a sip out of it and he sits it back down. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> that, like, like come on. That dude. was it. That, that was lame. 
But he won money. He won some money. Yeah. And he, he tipped I mean, the if girl that's your and, best parlor trick, I mean, it's better than any yeah, parlor trick yeah, that I, I, I have. <laughs> I, I guess it worked. They bet him money and they lost. <laughs> so, so, so now, so they bet and they're all laughing and having a good time carrying on. And then again, now we're out in the parking lot and Tyros and Juan show up. And now they're, and then one of the FBI guys, he's, or CI, whatever, of the detectives. Yeah, I can't I don't remember, remember if they're CIA or FBI. They kind of, they kind of allude to their, they're working for the government. So I thought they were so, CIA, but I can't be positive. I think it's that. CIA. So now they're, now he's on a walkie talkie and, you know, they're going back and forth with the you know, other guy. And then, you know. And yeah, they're all in like, like a, a parking garage or something. Yeah, it's kind of like a cat and mouse <laughs> kind of a thing. And now they're, but it's kind of weird because they're, they're. Tyros and and uh, Wander, they're kind of wandering around in like a. It almost looks like a condo building or something. There's like these little houses and stuff. Yeah, it's like an they've apartment got, complex or a condo yeah. condominium of some so sort. Tyros catches one of the and 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 Juan, they catch one of the guys that's spying on on I guess Satana outside Satana's building. And they, you know, Juan's got the switchblade and Tyro's got the yeah, gun. Yeah, they put they, they, switchblade that looks more like a Oh, yeah. Like a that switchblade is scary, dude. I love it. I'd love to have that. And then they, uh, and so they, they, they get this guy and they bring him up and, and, uh, and they I'll, went, you I know. I got to make so, a note here when, when Juan slaps the, the CIA FBI guy in the face, you could tell that the actor did not like it because Juan really hit him. He had that look like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, you little shit. Like you know? you punch, you <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to, right. Yeah. And, uh, so there, uh, so and it's funny because Juan, and especially when he's talking, and uh, and the way his mannerism, he almost reminds me of Fez from uh, that '70s show. Yeah, like yeah. he's kind of like, he's, he's slightly kinda, like if Fez like, threw a set of balls and got tough. Right, right, right. Got that Fez with a switchblade. And uh, <laughs> but it's funny because they so they they got him they got him tied up like not really tied up they got him on a chair and they got him and tires has got him and then uh, Satana they want to get some information out of him. She takes her cigarette and burns his cheeks. That's pretty cool. And then she orders them to kill him. And well, they the funny thing is, she orders them to kill him, and then she just shoots him herself. Well, that's what I like, because because they realize she ain't doing. It. He gets up, like he sits up in the chair, and they sit up. So she realizes they're not listening. So she just turns around, grabs a pistol, and blasts him like three times in the chest. And then she kind of sh- ch- chaps her asses. And again, now she's in a pink dress with the with the beautiful slit up the side, and it's like the same dress, but like gorgeous, you know, and she, and so she's in this other dress. She was wearing a green one a little bit earlier. And Yeah, uh, every dress just gets right, and like, uh, more colorful than the, the Right, last, so she's you know? so so they drag his body out. Now they're walking outside this apartment park complex, apartment complex, I can't speak, and or whatever it is, <laughs> and they've got and it's the same thing we talked about. Are you being about. taken they, over by the Astros? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, if I had somebody here to kill, I'd kill him. And then, uh, so they, so, uh, so they're, so they're drag tell, his, Hey, 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 I, I want to tell your wife you said that, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky she's not here. Yeah, so yeah, get her. And then, uh, so, uh, so they're, now they're walking around with his body draped over Tyros's, uh, uh, shoulders and wands with him, and they're going through the garage, and, you know, just, they're dragging this guy out forever. And then, oh, the, take him, it, I love the card that they have. Was that nice fucking mid sixties Lincoln with the suicide doors? Yeah, totally. Uh, my dad, my my dad had a gunmetal gray, my gunmetal gray one 
a 66 suicide doors look just like that. I don't know if that's the same year or not. I'm not an expert, but he had, he had one of those and it was the, I'll tell you, it was every bit as gorgeous as you see there in the movie. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, they throw him in the back of that, that beautiful Lincoln. And then now they're, they're having a shootout with, uh, the, uh, CIA guy. And, uh, now, now it's more just hijinks, you know, they're running around and in this complex and they're shooting. It's another scene guy. that goes so on it, for a really long time. The right. Scenes, it's like, you know, you know the, act, the big action, the big action scene, you know, they're running around shooting at this guy and this guy's shooting at them and poking around corners. And it's just, you know, it's kind of like, all right, cool. And, uh, so that's, uh, what happens. Uh, Satana uh, comes out now. Props are laid out on the diving board, and well, basically, yeah. if you're if you're familiar with condos or apartment buildings, this is the pool that everybody uses, and so this is all the people that live there. So now they're walking around this thing. It kind of looks like it's dusk. Uh, so I'm assuming, you know, I don't know how if they did that like that or they made it do it. Like, I don't know, but they're running around. It's kind of dark looking out, but it's still lighting up, but it's not like really bright. Uh, maybe it was just the way they filmed it. I don't know what time of day it is. I think it's probably nighttime because it if it's the same time, they're at that in club. Sometimes movies like this, they shoot day for night and vice versa. Right. So they're doing their big fight out here. and the, It's the same thing. A bunch of guys with guns running up and down the stairs, running around this pool of this apartment complex. And uh, and uh, I'm sure one of the people that lived there at the building, you know, could have been Ted himself, you know, like, but somebody lived there. But anyway, so they're running around. And then, lo and behold, uh, Satana shows, walks out, puts her leg up on the diving board, pulls her pistol out, and then blasts the, the CIA guy, and then he falls into the pool. And yeah, then she, she means continues, fucking business. I mean, and then she, she keeps she, shooting him. She keeps shooting him when he's floating. He's in the pool dead, and she's still shooting him in the back. It's pretty cool. And I, I kept thinking, where's all the blood? Where's all the blood? And they did a little bit of blood right at the end where they probably put Harley in there because it was probably like – yeah, you can use the pool, but don't you get it all messy? So they didn't put a lot of blood right, in there. Right, right. <laughs> because I would have been like, you know, like, pouring out of there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, I guess if it's your own pool, yeah, you can do that. But right, you... <laughs> right. Now that's something they're probably like, yeah, you know, say, but I, they probably were told not to use any. And they probably put in a little something in there at the end. Like, okay. Well, like, oh, it'll blood. dissipate. We use a few drops. No big deal. Right. Put a little bit in there. And, uh, but anyway, that was pretty cool. So the dude's dead. And then now we're, we're back. We're back in the lab, and, and yeah, Demarco's lab. DeMarco's I got a note is, about that. You finally get a close up of enough uh, enough of a close up shot to read what's on that book. Like he's got all the vials and all the equipment and needles and scalpels on, on the table. The book I made a note. I don't know why I made this note, but it says surgery of injury and plastic repair. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad. You, I don't know, like, why I, I wrote that, that down. That, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so this is where we're, we've got, it's a cool shot. It's a, it's this damsel in distress. I don't remember who this girl, if they showed her earlier or not. I think it's just a girl they got. She's she's like, she's pretty, very pretty. She's uh, in like a bikini and they got her like on a table that's kind of cocked up a little bit, like the heads up a bit. And then they got her like at an angle. And then they got like three belts, like four of them actually Got her strapped down, and then uh, Demarco is yeah, working like on old a, school, like fucking car seat belts. Yeah, like, like right, so, right, exactly. Like he got him out of some junkyard or something. But anyway, they they 
he's adjusting him, uh, uh, Francho, and he, he's like, and he's pouring stuff in a beaker, and it's kind of a cool scene. It looks cool. You got a light on back behind these bricks, like this archway, and it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's really a nice looking scene. And uh, then you're going back to Demarco, and he's got like, it looks like a heart. He's working on a heart that's in like an aquarium, and it's making it like he, it's got like he's literally got like a lamp. A desk lamp that I used yeah, to have that, he just, that looked like that, with the holes drilled into the actual lamp part. Yeah, I, I had one of those when I was a little kid on my desk. And uh, anyway, he's pushing the button. When he pushes the button, the light comes on. Bubbles come up out of the heart, and it like moves. So they're doing some more experiments than that, and. Yeah, because when he turns the light on, the heart beats. When he turns the light off, it stops beating. Right. But you and can also see sort the of, hand, like hand underneath it that's right. pumping the heart to make it like beat. It's 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 not the world's greatest effect, but I mean it's 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 funny. It's funny as hell. And and, and that's some ex explanation about solar power. And then he turns the light off, and then he connects something else. That well, now he can get it to do it without turning the light on, and some explanation about that. And then he's back now, working on uh, something else. And this is the scene I, I was telling you that I thought it was just funny. It made me laugh. Where that they just had like they had Francho, just like he's picking up, he's picking up like circuits, like transistors and shit. Like little transistor, and he's looking at them, and then he does like an evil little thing. He turns his head, like he's looking. I don't know what he's looking at. Like if his the girl he's got uh, on the table. I thought it was the, that he was looking at supposed to be looking at the girl off camera, but I yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that. I'm thinking that's what it was. And then he pulls. Like he's looking at her. To, to me, he was looking at her, going, "You're next," you know. Right. Like uh, look at I look what I have here, <laughs> you know. And then like he does, and then he pulls another one up, and he does the same look, and then like I think he does it like three times, and it's funny. <laughs> Because it's kind, you know, his face is comical. I mean, you could see him, you know, he could have easily been switched out in a Mel Brooks movie, you know. Oh yeah, he <laughs> could have, he could have straight up played Marty Feldman's role in Young Frankenstein. Right. I right. totally that, believe that. Right, right. And uh, so <laughs> you expect him at one point to actually speak and go, "What well, hump?" Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so basically, we're at, we're at, we're doing another big long. Uh, uh, scene there, and then, and then we finally. It, it, I don't know with the girl if anything happens with her yet. She's just kind of laying there, and they don't. It's not really. It's not much going on other than just we're looking at stuff. And then uh, now we're back in the office with like the CIA head guy. I forget his name. Uh, is that Holman? Oh, is that is Holman. that is that the Holman? Is that Holman or Agent Thompson? I'm I'm getting some I of the names. Don't remember. I, don't I think I think it's actually Holman. I think Agent Thompson was the one that died in the previous scene. I, I didn't write their names on, but I think we're right. We're I didn't I, I didn't take notes on them. They're like the hey, that guy. I know, but but anyway, he's like the he's like you know he's the he's the G man that you know he's kind of laying out what's going on. It, yeah, he looks like he was born to play the part of a CIA right. or FBI. That, that, yeah, if you show me a guy like him, and I'd be like, oh yeah, he, that's that's a guy. He's in the CIA, all right. And uh, yep. so he, he's he's uh, and so he's going. I forget what they're talking about. It's just more stuff they're going on about. You know what's, you know why, who's doing what, and the doctor this and blah blah blah. I don't remember. Sorry, folks. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> they're just going on about. They're just going on about stuff. And you've got uh, you've got Eric Porter there and Chuck Edwards, and they're kind of reading this and they're going over getting a little bit more information. 
and it's and then uh, and then I think uh, Petrovic shows up again. Well, I think and, I, re- I recall now what they were talking about. They were talking about the link. I remember now. They were talking about the link was that the the Sergio guy. That was the information that they got. The oh, guy, the right, guy right. that that died from the hit and run in the middle of the street. I think that's what this. Uh, I'm using air quotes there that you can't see. Um, the, where the the murder took place. And the back a little bit of background about him, like who he was. Yeah. And they tell a little bit about Sergio and where what he did. And, you know, so you kind of find out he's kind of been involved in all kinds of shit. Well, yeah, and then he kind of lets it in that, like, everybody is kind of linked. Everybody that's been being murdered or being bumped off is kind of linked in some way back right. to, to, to DeMarco. Because DeMarco was uh, a doctor that got, you know. He got let just, go. He got fired or something. Yeah, he was. Unceremoniously. Uh, yeah, disgrace, so to speak. And, yeah, and everybody is like, oh, like, well, this guy died, you know, two weeks. You know, the murder started two weeks after he uh he got, you know, fired from the Astro Science Conference or like, right. what the fuck is even Astro Science? <laughs> you know? Well, you wouldn't. The reason you're not going to know because it's top secret, Cameron. And we, That's right. You know, I'm not, we I'm not a privy to that. Kind we're not. Of right. right. We're on a need to know basis. We don't need to know. So <laughs> these guys were. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going <laughs> on. They're kind of they're kind of filling in the blanks of all the stuff about the story that we've been, you know, that usual. the the scene that has to be in every movie like this, you know, the big explanation scene of like what's well, going on. You know, on we are what. almost an hour at this point, almost an hour into the movie. They, 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 it was high time. They started explaining right. something. That right, right, right. Like, you got some explaining to do, you know, so they're filling yeah. holes and stuff like that. So that's basically where we're at with that. And then, uh, then we go back, let's see where we at now. We're back at the apartment, aren't we? Another listen, we got, uh, Satana and her three and her two guys, Juan and Tyros, are listening to more stuff on the tape about what DeMarco's talking about. Well, and when I it comes think, to this scene, like with within a second, Satana just slaps the hell out of Tyros. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. She 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 doesn't take any shit, and he's he's pissed because they're not there. She like they don't do as she tells them to do. Like she like like almost like she's saying like they don't have any balls, you know, like. Like she orders something to do something, and then she has to handle it. So she well, gets, yeah, because when she asked them to, to kill the one CIA guy, they just kind of hesitated. She's like, "All right, well, I guess I'm the one fucking taking care of business." Right, and then and Juan then, is reading that same uh, 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 newspaper the new, with the mutilation murders continue. Right, right, and uh, so now we're back. We're back at the other lab. Uh, they got. Uh, pardon me. They got. Uh, they got that red haired girl that. That assistant, what was her name? I forget the oh, one. Janine. Oh, Janine. Yeah. And uh, so now they're, they're coming up with this plan where they're going to use her as like bait. Uh, they're going to they're going to try to track because they know that they're looking for certain people and they're going to try to get them to come to this. They're thinking they're coming to kind of come to the lab or something. So they set well, her up because she used to be an assistant to Dr. DeMarco. Well, Right. It's just offhanded and one kind of line of dialogue, really, that if you blink and you're not paying attention, you miss it that she used to, you know what I mean? Right. She used she, to be an assistant to them. Right. And she, they figure if anything, she, if this is really going down, you know, she would be on the list. So they, so they set that up. Um, well, then it cuts back to to uh, Satana and her goons 
they're setting up a, a this like radio transmitter that's like a hones in on the frequencies and they're trying to figure out where where they lay, they lay down this like they have the city map and they lay it down like the, the, on a grid and they're trying to figure out like that's where he mentions they, that's where Juan mentions Woodland Hills and that yes. was that when I grew up in Canoga Park and I could have been any other Woodland Hills but they shot in the valley they're talking about Woodland Hills I'm thinking okay so who which one of them lived in Woodland Hills probably a bunch of them I don't know but that was but uh, that that was the it's right next to us like I I went to. Uh, I went to junior high school in Woodland Hills and all that. So Woodland Hills and Kilgore Park are basically, you know, the same city. I mean, you know, one one side of the streets, Woodland Hills. You got Kilgore Park over here. So when he said Woodland right. Hills, I went, ah, right, right. Woodland Hills, you know. And uh, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, the, so they're devising this plan. And then I love that machine he's got. This is that machine that's got like this. If you're looking at it, it's like a like a like a, like a, like a square box, and it's got like a some knobs on it or something but then it's got like a pole coming out of it with like a like a metal like circle and this is like the radar thing and it's yeah yeah it's like a radar dish that spins around and very so it again look, looks very homemade so it looks like they took a radio or something and put some knobs on it or a box i don't know what it is but they got something worked out in this thing it's like like it, um, I don't know what it was, but it's got something inside of it that makes that thing turn around. So when he turns it on, that thing actually it does spin, right? It does, yeah. Oh yeah. I remember it definitely right. spins. So so now they're out with this big we'll scene later like on this, in the car where they're driving around and that and that dish is spinning around. Yeah. Right. So this box is you know, you know, it's probably as big as a mailbox, like you know the old mailbox. Oh yeah. Have not anything. As if, if not, they're bigger. driving around in that sweet and, Pontiac GTO. Right. With it. Right. They got all oh, this gorgeous car. And he's, now, I, go ahead. I got to mention something. I got to mention there is another cameo in this movie. Uh, during this scene where they're driving around looking, one of the cars parked on the side of the road is a red 58 Plymouth Fury, the exact same make and model of Christine. Like I, I noticed. Oh, yeah. It, okay. I had to rewind. Right, it's just right. parked on the side of the road. You don't see many of those out in the, in the wild even back then. But yeah, there's a 58 Plymouth Fury parked on the side of the road. I'm like, so I'm like oh, oh. I recognize that oh, Fucking nice. Christine, but but yeah, little little bit of trivia tidbit for you that probably nice. nobody else notices but me. <laughs> yeah, nice, no, nice job, nice, good job. <clears throat> so they got so he's cruising around his car. What, what Juan's driving it, and they got it in between. Uh, this back then when they had you know like real like bench seats, and uh, oh, so yeah. they got it like they got it in the uh, it's not sitting on the center console or it's or whatever type. Or it's probably just sitting in the middle of the seat between him and uh, and uh, Tyros. I think uh, Satana's in the back, isn't she? Anyway, uh, they're driving. So yes. And so they're driving around the valley. They're driving around and they're driving up and down neighborhoods. And they're like, you know, and he turns in, and then uh, Juan's got this like headphone set. It's like Doo! he picks up, and listens to it in the air, and it's it's picking up information. There. So basically, they're they're trying to tr they're trying to track down. Uh, uh, they're uh, uh, they're going to. They're, they're, trying to, the, they're trying to track down while the, we're, the, the, the lab their base. Yeah, the lab. Yeah, their their base, yeah, their lab. So they're cruising around doing that. And then they've got uh, Janine set up now on a little stool. And they've got her just kind of like basically pretending just sitting there. that she's working. Pretending you know? she's working. So they got a microscope. And so uh, Eric it's, and uh, She's Chuck, doing a really like. She's a good actress, but like the the acting that her character is supposed to be doing here, like they're totally just pretend like you're working, like you're going through the, you know, the motions. She's just 
sitting there looking very, very scared and very, very awkward. That, right, you know, like, not- like she doesn't like you work in this thing. You could like do something, you know, like, like you know, <laughs> you, you're familiar with this office. It's like she's almost like so. She's kind of bends way over to look down at this microscope. She's sitting on this stool. They're basically trying to get her to be seen through the window, you know. So right. They so they're making her. They're making her sit there on this stool. And our and heroes, so she- you know, Eric and uh, uh, Chuck are sitting. I don't know where they're at because it looks like the beach. It's like were they actually like at the beach, miles it, away, listening? And so- right, right. It's like they're not there. You know, like they filmed that somewhere else. They're not like out in the, <laughs> you know, like out in the alley or hiding or something. They're like they're like just. Don't worry, if something goes wrong, let us know. We'll be there in 12 to 15 minutes. Don't worry, we'll get on the 10 10 freeway and we'll be there in about 25 minutes. You know, again, you know. (laughs) So so anyway, she's sitting there there noodling off, you know, just trying to, you know, buy some time. And uh, and they're, again, yeah, they're out there in the fucking outskirts. They do, they look look like they're out of the beach where when you go up the beach, up up from the beach a little bit where it's, you start getting into the like the bushes and the grassy area, and then you know if you were to look past where they're standing, you know you it would you'd see the ocean. <laughs> yeah, but so they, they do not look like they're around the corner. Uh, no. So and so anyway, just, the next scene though is very odd because it's her in a very <clears throat> it's Janine in a very intense way looking you know like uh, very in, in, intensely afraid. But it's like a lot of cutaway shots, close-ups of the clock, the plastic man with the skeleton, right. see-through skeleton. Right. Just a lot of insert cutaway shots just for her to, like, three minutes later have uh, uh, Eric walk yeah. in and be like, oh, Eric, it doesn't yeah. look like it's going to work. Well, they finally like they finally get the scene where you're showing the door open and she's, like, getting ready to scream. And you're like, oh, man, you know, there comes the astro zombie. But no, it's Eric. And then it's like, you know, oh, let me give you a ride home. You know, well, we'll try, you know, we, we tried our best, you know. So they're sitting, you know, so he takes her to back to her apartment. And this is a pretty cool scene because um, she gets in there and then uh, I guess her lights don't work. And so he agrees. He's looking for a flashlight. And so she's in her dark apartment where they've kind of got it lit, you know, so you can see. And uh, yeah, it's very, and, very. Right. Unlit. So he's he's going to he's going to go get a flashlight out in, in his car because she didn't have one. And then in the meantime. Uh, she's like she's yeah she's not getting so, she's not getting naked yeah, she, but she's taking her, her alone right alone in the dark apartment you know so she's they were just using still, her as bait and there's like it seems perfectly normal that we would just like leave you alone right, right now. and they're perfectly normal for her to like nude up like she doesn't get nude but she's taking her clothes off and then she's down to her like her what do they call it, a slip or whatever they used to call it yeah. back then. She's not, it's not she's a not nighty or a night or, or something, something like her undergarment you know it's an undergarment yeah. it's you know so she's She's doing that, and he's tinkering the, again. Some more tinkering. He's like tinkering with the, like the light above, that's on above the, the the right. uh, the breaker box. It's kind of like, what are you doing? You know, like he's like, in. Why, in like, yeah, why are you messing with that? Like that that has there's no way linked to the fuse box. That's right. Linked to her. Like, I think they just told him like, listen, pantomime, you know, improv. Just do right. something. With just it. do something that looks like you're working on it. And then, but this is a cool scene because now she's like, she takes off her nylons. She's like, you know, just kind of getting like, she's getting ready to go to bed or something. Yeah, she's dressing and down, down for the evening. Dressing down for the evening. She's brushing her hair. She's looking in the mirror. And then here comes our Astro Zombie. He comes in and he gets her. And this is a good little fight scene because she's like, she's putting up a fight. He gets her down on the bed and 
and he's like kind of tearing at her and you know she's screaming and like she's got a brush in her hand i think and she's trying to beat him off of her and then he throws her back down she gets up and again he's like tearing at her blouse and she's got something else underneath it kind of the usual thing and, now if uh, you notice here is the one time i noticed it in the movie when they show a close-up at the back of the Astro Zombie's head and you can see the split up the back of the mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, it's, it's definitely there. And uh, oh, yeah. so anyway, so she screams and, and then good old Eric, he hears that and he runs up the stairs. So now she's on the bed and and Eric and the, the Astro Zombie are kind of battling it out and they push up against the closet door. I remember those closet doors where they had those wheels. that Those things would just pop off. They could pop that back on. They didn't break it. But they hit it, yeah, and it pops off the track. Happy, yeah, and it yeah. falls down on top of them. And I, I don't think that was meant to. I don't think that was meant Those to happen things, like that. It's got some cheesy wheels that rest on a track. I've, I've had that situation where I had, had. I was, I was attacked by an Astro zombie once, and I had to fight. No, it, it, oh yeah, yeah. You just put them back on. They'll fit up on the track, and then they'll they they, they whatever they sit under. But anyway, it's cool. It looked cool because it's like you know it falls down on him, and then. <laughs> the Astro Zombie grabs the flashlight, and he puts the flashlight uh, like on to the little little solar things he's got on his the top of his forehead. And he's yeah, because doing in the fight, doesn't his power pack, his his right. energy pack or battery pack or whatever, got ripped yeah. off? Yeah, yeah, and so he needs that to kind of stay powered up. So he runs out and he's holding the flashlight up to his forehead, running. I know. It's like it's kind of goofy, but it's but. She's there, and you know she's holding her throat, and old Eric is comforting her and hugging her, and they're sitting on the bed, and you know, and it's it's a you know she she obviously is, you know terrified. Up. Oh yeah, a little, sh- a little shaken up, which I don't blame her. And uh, you know, so so now we got our guy. We're out on the street, and it's pretty cool. Actually, it's pretty cool footage of uh of him. It's kind of like a handheld shot. He's just somebody's in front of him, and our Astro Zombie's just like frantically trying to run but he's kind of stumbling too and he's it's, got it's it's really weird because he's holding that flashlight the whole time with his right hand up to his forehead right and it's and it's weird because it's just <laughs> like it's just like you know like how awkward is that anyway you're trying to run holding something on your forehead and uh so uh imagine the stunt guy who or the dude who played the astro zombie is like you wait wait you want me to what while i run away i got but, yeah you're yeah, really. You're gonna pay me an extra five bucks for this one, Mister Mickles. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And uh, you know, right, you know, so and uh, but it's pretty. It does look cool though, and you see all these palm trees in the background. Until totally like California looking, it was like a great, uh, great. Uh, and uh, so it's like you know, it's totally like dusk, and you know, and he's stumbling through it. And then we go back. Uh, where are we at now? He, I think, I think we're still going back now to the GTO. The GTO yeah, is like yeah, still yeah, kind of they're good. They're kind of doing the. You're kind of doing the. I don't know if it's a G. Is it a GTO? It's a Pontiac, definitely. It's a, I I I think it's a GTO, but it might have been a Bonneville. Yeah, it could have been. I, I'm not an expert on that, but yeah, it's a beautiful car. And so it's basically kind and of the I same know shit. About cars like that, as I know what I like, it was a pretty car, and I liked it. Right, so very. Yeah, I know very it's a Pontiac, beautiful. but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm with you on that. That's what it is. But they kind of show the same thing again. It's they they do an outside shot where the car is moving and and uh, Juan's kind of adjusting the thing and then putting the earphone up. They pull into uh, so they finally pull into the um, uh, it's like a parking lot or something. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like 
they kind of pull in like a residential kind of a like behind a building like a like a yeah well, like it's a house it's a, not necessarily it's, a mansion but it's a really sweet looking it, really it, nice right, house right and this is where this is dr demarco where he's got his his lair and uh so they cut uh am i right yeah yeah that's his yeah, lair. and also they, a bit they of found, the trivia i have on it is that the house that they used in that film belonged to uh peter falk who was Columbus. Oh, Columbus. yeah. yeah. Oh, God, he was friends with the uh, with the producer and the writers uh, of the movie. So, in uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. There was something in a bit of trivia that it was his house. So he's like, yeah, go ahead and use my house. Not a big deal. And he was going to do a cameo in the movie. But, uh, like, for some reason, My Michael's uh, cut the scene. I don't know if they shot it or they just cut it from the script, but... Could you yeah, imagine right. seeing Columbo we're, we're in the middle of a movie like Astro Zombies? Well, think about it. Like, like no, nah, we don't have enough room for him. We got that 18 minute, you know, explanation <laughs> scene on circuits. We don't want to lose any of that. We, we got to cut. You know, I'm not saying that's what happened, but you know what I mean. It's funny. It's like, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like we had to cut one scene. Out of, we, yeah. yeah. We cut the we cut the Peter Fox scene out. You know, like oh, who knows? Maybe maybe the shot was fucked up. Who knows? But. uh but uh, yeah, but it's cool. So they're back. We're back down in the lab now. We've got uh, now we've got the Astro Zombie. Um, the is this this is the other one he's working on that he made from yes, the guy yes, from the car the, crash. Uh, the so this is Astro. Astro, Astro this Zombie is Astro number two. two. So he's cool. He's laying. He's like in a black suit and he's laying on a thing and a mask on. I mean, this is these are cool looking you know creatures. I, you know they really are, and uh, and so. Um, uh, uh, Francho is working on that girl. She's down there, and he's like, you know, Doctor Demarco's kind of like, you know, you know, you can work on your stuff on your own time. I need your help now, Francho. You know, he, or whatever, something like that. And he calls him over. So I guess that was that was Francho's pet project. He's working on his own experiment. Experiment. So they're down there, and uh, uh, Doctor Demarco's got some sort of thing that he's touching the little things, like activating the. Like, woo, woo. they're touching stuff on the mask. And yeah, on the astro forehead zombie of the at that, Yeah, astro zombie noises. And uh, and uh, doing something to activate something. And then, so now we got a cool shot of Mr. Fox's wonderful, beautiful house on the outside. They're walking up. Uh, you got Satana and the other two. Uh, it's Juan. And, uh, and they're walking up the thing. And then it, uh, this is now, they're inside the house. They're in, and they show... They basically show them coming at the top of the stairwell of the of Doctor Demarco's lair, his laboratory, laboratory. And yeah, uh, so previous they're... to this, we kind of skipped over this. Uh, Tiros tries to uh, uh, not sabotage, but double cross uh, Juan and Satana, and he's like, "I'm part of a government agency that just pays more." Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, Satana is yeah. like, uh, you know, I should have killed you before. Juan, you can take the pleasure. So they have a bit of a slight fight for about two seconds, and then he uses that eight foot long. It gets him. Gets uh, him in the gut. Stiletto. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I forgot all about that. But anyway, so yeah, he took. He takes him out. So now they're down in the. Uh, they're down in the uh, lair, and uh, and Juan. Uh, uh, Juan, they got they both. I think he, I think he's got a gun too now. So both holding. So Satana and Juan got guns, and now they're they're standing at the table where they got the zombie number two laying on the uh, table. And so they're talking to the doctor, and then they cut back and forth, and now they got zombie one 
Astro Zombie One with the flashlight. He's kind of making his way up the up uh, to the house, like through to that to the house, right? He's he's like he's he's kind of making his way home. And uh, so where are we at here? So it's so basically it's more of the it's kind of more of the of this you know they're kind of going back and forth of what they're going to do. And then and then uh, they look up and they see Astro Zombie Two now. He's made it. He's made it back to the lab. And they're looking at him, and he's still holding the flashlight. The poor guy, like they couldn't, like all the way to the all the way to the table. He's got the flashlight, and then he collapses. Uh, like he had to go all the way. Like he didn't could he couldn't get thirty seconds without holding that to his head. Yeah, without and, the, and, the, he needed the solar power, man. You know? he, needed, he needed the light. So so he he collapses, and then they get him in a chair. And now kind of all hell's breaking loose. Guys are pulling up. They're they're police. Yeah, and they're, uh, Satana and Juan have now like infiltrated the dungeon, and Satana kind of lets uh, Demarco know what the like we've been picking up your radio transmissions because he wants to know how they found them. And right. like, Juan is is just as adept and an experience with your field of electronics, and it's it it's, it's all it all comes to a head here because I mean we got what five ten minutes of this movie. Yeah. Left So yeah, so we, now we got cops. Oh, this is a pretty cool scene actually when the cops show up, and uh, and uh, they're all kind of coming in on. It looks like they're coming in from all different locations. It's weird, but they 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 all start showing up, and they're now they're at the they're at the house where Demarco lives and uh, where the lair is at. And um, yeah, it looks like it's all supposed to be the same location, but they're all obviously in multiple yeah. different locations. Beach scene. It's not really the beach, but like the cop cars are on this little road with all the growth, you know, like all the shrubs and that. It's like, okay, where was that shot at? That doesn't look like it's next to that house. But everybody, no. so so anyway, there's kind of a big shootout now. We've got uh, that one CIA dude. He shows up, and then we got uh, Juan getting cute with Francho. Francho actually has a knife, and then Juan pulls his knife out, and he's doing the flashy thing where he throws it back and forth between his hands. <laughs> He yeah, gets, the West Side Story kind of bit where he tosses right, it back yeah, and forth between his hands. Between his hands really fast and trying to look like a real slickster. And uh and so he gets all the Francho and he kinda he kinda works Francho over and then he and then and then he and then he stabs Francho. And yeah, uh because he kinda gives him the Austin Powers uh, judo chop in the neck before he stabs right. him in the gut. He like grabs him by the scruff of his collar and he's throwing him around and and then he and then he gets frame gets poor Francho. Now we've got uh our 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 guy, our um, Astro Zombie One is re-energized. He's got his power pack back on. He grabs a machete, yeah, and then that's a big so, fucking machete. Right, right, that's a good one. Man, too. And then uh, he goes, and now one comes running out into the yard, and then it looks like all the cops unload on him from all different locations, but they're all shooting into the yard, and it's cool because one does like the best fall down death scene I've ever seen. Yeah, he just comes out blazing, and all he the just cops comes are out shooting blazing him. And He does all kinds of weird little things, and then he falls on the ground and kind of twitches his body and like kind of weird, and it's funny. It's good. It's like a weird little pirouette that he does as he falls down. Yeah. And then we got the uh, Astro Zombie One. He's got that machete, and he's working. He hits one of the dudes. He fucking takes that guy's head right off. That's a good headshot, and then they show the That's head. good decapitation. Yeah. On the grass. Then another guy with, like, horn rim glasses, he gets the machete right between the eyes. So some good, good, good effects there. And then uh, we got another scene now where uh, 
uh, is this is this Chuck Edwards? Who's this guy running up on him? I don't remember. This is one of the guys that uh, he's fighting. I, he, he, I think he, it was Chuck because no, it was Eric not. Porter. No, this is Eric Porter, isn't it? Because Eric comes up and he's trying to save. Um, uh, Janine, that's right. Yeah, he's Adams trying to save. Up, he's got Janine again, and then he knocks Eric to the floor, and then uh, and then uh, she he's got he's got Janine. He's going to get her, and then they uh, uh, who blasts him. I, I think it's just a random one of the random cops. Yeah, he gets him, and then he kind of throws his hands in the air, like ah, you know, and then he just falls down to the ground. See, I'm not sure. I think and he's that, getting shot, and that doesn't stop him. But uh, Carradine is Demarco is downstairs fighting with uh, Satana, and what, he's like, you know, she's trying to stop him, and he throws the switch. The power oh, that's it. Off his that's power, it. That, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure what happened. She, he's, he's got his hand on the switch. Or something, and he like powers him down, and then that he falls, and then Satana now is in trouble because Astro Zombie Number Two's got her by the neck, and then he throws. Yeah, she he tries to pull the. She tries to pull the. I am Satana. You must obey my every right. command. And she's, right. He's just like You're he's having right. none of it, and he goes in and grabs her. He grabs her by the neck and throws her into this machine, and he's like strangling her, and then it's like this thing. It's a cool effect. They got lights flashing. It looks like she's being electrocuted, and then they got smoke coming out. So she's inside this box, like kind of half hanging out of this contraption. Like yeah, yeah. Hand, you know, and so she's being electrocuted, and then, uh, and then uh, what? And uh, what happens to our Astro Zombie? That was it. He he got electrocuted too, didn't he? And he just falls over. Yeah, he falls over, and then uh, Eric, Chuck, and Janine all come in just in enough time to see just Satana enough time to see Satana being electrocuted. And then it's kind of like the thing at the top of the stairs, you know, it's like, it's going to be all right, baby. You know, I don't know. Is there a famous line at the end? I don't remember. And then, I don't remember uh, the line. I just remember it from there. It cutting to some more shots of those like toy robots. Yeah, it goes back after the hug and everything's going to be all right moment. It goes, it goes back to the robots and then one robot falls on its back, you know, and, and then it goes to the end and that's it. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's, it. The toy robot part was really odd. I mean, it was a neat aesthetic and a neat effect. I like it, but it was just right. In any other movie, it wouldn't have made much sense. Right, right. No, it wouldn't have. But it was kind of cool to utilize that. It was a cool way to kind of. I, I thought it was kind of cool looking, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been like what? What is this? So it was kind of like you know, man. Any other movie, it would just man, man like, made a robot. You know, man made Astro Zombies with this thing, like you know. Like so, but uh, but it was pretty cool. It was yeah, so, and that's how it ends. And as movies like that, like back then, they just kind of ended. You know, they well, just, you know, uh, like was, movies from the like the from the thirties all the way up through like the sixties and seventies would just have that moment where everything was complete carnage, and usually it ends at a mansion like what like this one does. Usually right. with it either being destroyed or the main bad guy getting his, and it's just it's always right. some big thing at at a mansion and. It the ends, big final like, thing in the last couple of minutes, like the big finale. Yeah, you know, like it, all, it all kind of it all kind of wraps up, you know. Yeah, and then once the main baddie gets it, it's just like, okay, we got to end this within thirty seconds. Right, it's kind of like, well, he's dead. He should have thought about that before he ever. Right, right, that's right, Jim. You know, and then it ends. You know, you know, it's always like something like that, like a real simple, like you know, they just fucking end it with usually a one liner, and then yeah. uh, you know, a Jack, <laughs> kind of a Jack Webb thing, you know, the end of every. You know, he says something at the end of a scene, you know, is, and then the music. Bah, 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 you know, but, uh, uh, but yeah, there that's it is. the end of our movie. I do have a bit of trivia that I wrote down. Uh, it was shot in six days. 
They wow. shot it in, in six days. Uh, it was also shot on short ends. That was the way they were able to shoot it. Right. And shoot it on film without having to spend a lot of money on film. And Tura Santana did wear um, all the dresses she wore in the movie were her own. Oh, right on. And the budget for this movie, believe it or not, for being shot on film in 1967 was only $37,000. Wow. And apparently wow. a very young James Kahn had auditioned for a part, but he was he obviously was not in this film. So, yeah, James Kahn almost uh, was almost one of got stars. a role. One of, yeah. yeah. He probably would have been one of the good-looking cop guys. Uh, oh, I'm sure. He, he would have been, yeah, he would have been Chuck or Eric, I'm sure. Yep, yep. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I thought uh, yeah, I thought this was a good one to do. You know, we've done a couple legendary directors, but we've done Cronenberg and uh, Michaels uh, back-to-back, so I thought it was high time, you know, that we uh, we did one of these Michaels films. Right, right, absolutely. I, yeah, I'm glad you, you brought it up. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, let's do this one. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, it wasn't even oh, yeah. a second thought. It was just like, okay, why hadn't we done yeah. this one sooner? <laughs> right, right. I was like, yeah, we should have done this like a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so we did it. There yeah. it is. Well, that, that being said, you know how we do things around here. Uh, guest co-hosts go first you, and rating on a scale from one to ten, man. Well, like I say, you know, a lot of these movies, the ones we really like, it's pretty much the same thing. It's got, it checks all the boxes. It's got the quirky characters, the quirky story, the the cheesy, cool-looking monster. Um, you know, it's got the cool kills. It has some cool kills in there. Um, it's, it, you know, the, the, you know, the characters, the dialogue. It was all kind of cheesy and funny, but you know, it's got its story. Um, you know, it's got. I really have to go really strong with Demarco and uh, Francho. Really love those characters a lot. But I really, I really dug the Astro Zombie monster a lot. It was really cool. I could see a little kid, something like that, would be scaring the shit out of him. You know, seeing that at a drive-in or something, you know. Or, oh you know, yeah, like, hell I think, yeah. I think you know that that was a that was a cool looking monster. I liked it a lot. You know, uh, Tura Satana, of course, um, was was gorgeous and great, and she had a great part in it. And it was really really cool seeing her playing uh, that part. And uh, I just I I dug, I dug the whole thing. Uh, I liked the the use of you know, especially when you're hearing that budget, when most of that budget is you know processing film. You know, and then buying the film, you know, that's like, you know, they got a lot done. They had some, you know, and a lot of those sets and that, like that, all this, all the mach- stuff they got, wherever they scrounged all that, those machines up. They did a great job of making DeMarco's lab look like a, like some sort of evil lair. Yeah, they made it look like a le- so, like something legit. <laughs> so I, uh, I, you know, I dug it. You know, I, I love the movie. I, I, you know, I know people like, ah, oh, you know, well, I don't fuck them. You know, it's a great movie. I thought, yeah, what's, what's I don't great? believe in, in the term guilty hey, well, pleasures know. anymore. I just yeah. have movies that I it's like. Just, yeah, it's like a smooth. I was entertained. I was entertained the first time I saw it, and I'm still entertained when I see it. I think it's great, and I'm going to give it a solid nine. Uh, nice, that, nice. So nine, not bad. Um, I'm coming in slightly lower than you. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Oh, okay. I, well, although I feel like it checks all the, the right boxes, as you said, you know, Tur Satana is great in it. Uh, Francho is, is uh, I'm probably mispronouncing his name as, as badly as John Carradine did. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that, that gets me is like some of those scenes just seem like they go on forever. Otherwise, I'd probably 
if it had a little bit tighter editing, I guess you could say, I'd probably right. give it like an eight and a half or probably match your nine. But it's just a little slow in parts, but it's so quirky and such a weird little series. I, I love this, the sequels. They're, they're as equally cheesy and as equally, uh, you know, how does the term go? So good, it's better. So bad, it's good. Right. It's right. entertaining. You can. You, I, I love a lot of bad movies, but a lot of bad movies are not nearly as entertaining as this one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love all the pseudo-science technical babble. I think you can make a really awesome uh, drinking game for every time sure. you just link some different fucking uh, words together that have no relation to each other whatsoever. You right. can make a hell of an awesome drinking game out of this movie. Agreed. But yeah, I, I give it a 7.5 out, out of 10. Uh, I, I, my favorite of the series... I, I love all four of them. I think they're they're all great. They're funny. They're entertaining. They're great little bad B movies. But I think still my my favorite is Mark of the Astro Zombies because they kind of open it up. They even bring back John Carradine and some unused footage from the first movie. Nice. But it's got you know it's got Tara Satana in one of her last movies. She came back for it. Uh, Brink Stevens is in that one. Uh, you know, so it's a. It's a great little sequel, but yeah, I would get this uh, a seven and a half out of ten. Right on, right on. Oh, and I agree with you about the scenes, those special scenes going on too long. I think I think the only reason I survived it is because I was I like I like Carradine, uh, DeMarco, and Francho. They they're the only reason that saved those scenes, or I would have been or I would have been a real dud. Like on some of that stuff, would have been like, oh man, these are dragging out. I, I I was okay with that, but but I agree with you that what you did say you didn't. I agree with all your points. Yeah, uh, I was just I was just feeling a little bit nicer today. <laughs> the, last right. couple, well, the last couple you've been higher and I've been lower. So. Usually tend to come in about a point higher than me right. on most things. Not all the time, but usually, you know. But yeah, it's a highly entertaining movie. It was uh, featured on uh, Mystery Science Theater 3. No, 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 no. No, it was on Rift Tracks. The right. Rift Tracks is it. And it's it's a great movie. You know, like it's, it's like I said before, it's a great beer and popcorn movie. And I I think we should probably not doing two of them back to back, but should, we got a whole uh, cauldron filled with uh, you know uh, Ted V. Michaels films that we could do. You know, I mean, absolutely, God, the Corpse Grinders, right, right, you know, Blood Orgy of the She Devils. You know, God, we got so many Doll Squad, Ten Violent Women. Right, we could do a right. whole bunch of them, but. Uh, yeah, he, he is one of the uh, the main proprietors of the exploitation genre, I think. Absolutely. Well, that being said, folks, I think we'll uh, bid you a fond farewell and put a pin in this one for the day. Um, we have been reviewing Astro Zombies by Ted V. Michaels from 1968. And join us next time. I'm not sure what we're going to be do- doing next, but you can rest assured it'll be something cheesy, bloody, and uh, filled with a whole lot of meat. So something perfect for the, the Grindhouse Pizzeria. What we discuss here, gentlemen, must remain in the confines of this room. This is a very delicate situation. We are concerned with the mutilation murders that have occurred over the past six months. We have reason to believe that these are somehow related to the work that you and Dr. Markle were doing. Consequently, you were not above suspicion.